Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called Finding Venus. She's got it. Yeah, yeah baby, she's got it. And that song is in the, it's in the Brady Bunch movie, yes. the parody. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that your mind would go to that version of Venus and not the hugely popular 80s version of the song Venus. Are you sure it's this different version? Correct. You sure? Yes. What's the one that's in all the commercials for the razors, the Venus razors? I think a totally different one. Hmm. You don't trust me. I don't understand. I'm very confused. I didn't know there were multiple versions. Alexa, play the song Venus. Venus. Okay. Playing your most played songs. No. Alexa, no. Alexa, play the song Venus. Here is a Venus by Shocking Blue on Amazon Music. 1969. Yeah, this is the song I think of. Now ask her to play Venus by Bananarama. Alexa, play Venus by Bananarama. Venus, Remix 2000 by Bananarama on Amazon Music. I that's a remix at all. That's a remix. That's not the real song. I've never heard this before in my life. <laughs> Let's no, go the to banana the discotheque. Ra- the Bananarama is just more 80s. That's it. Is that the sound like the right singing? Mm, not sure. Because Shocking Blue sounds different. Alexa, you're not being helpful. You could stop now. Yeah, I know you don't know that one. Alexa, stop. We'll figure it out later, which song I know. Thanks, Alexa. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks. nothing. Thanks for nothing. Uh, this episode aired on January 20th, 2019, because it's a update episode. So it was season 27, episode 16. Uh, this episode is hosted by Dennis. I've missed him. I don't know how long it's been, but if... Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, I missed him. Oh, I missed him for sure. So has it been a long time? It's been a long time. Huh. It was nice to see Dennis is enough back on the scene. Love it. With a freshly blonded do. He was lighter hair. He's been using the sun in. I think so. Maybe. No, he goes to a salon. I think what's happening is that it's growing out a little more. And maybe he's moved to a warmer climate. Did Dennis move to Arizona? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's like, you guys keep sending me to the tundras of Alaska. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. I want to do the next three Miami episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That may- mm-hmm. There we go. He does look tan, too. Mm-hmm. So Venus lived in rural Michigan. She was a naive gal. She had met a guy that she was dating who told her that he was in the mafia, but he really worked at McDonald's, and she believed him. They both start with an M, so that's fair. Sure. Uh, Venus was 24. She met a guy named Doug, a Marine, and they married four days later. That's pretty fast. That's faster than my parents. It is faster than your parents. Yeah. How fast were your parents? A month. No, they got engaged on their second date. Right. But they waited several months to get married. Like five months, I think. So So they got married after four days. They got engaged... Yes, these people got married after four days. Married after four days. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, her parents and her brother were shocked, but they liked Doug okay. Her dad and her brother both have mustachios, and it works fabulously on the dad, I felt, and not as much on the brother. I really liked the brother, but the dad's is white. It matches his hair perfectly. It is full. It is tight and right. It's like an like a he's like a blue collar version of Dick Van Dyke on Diagnosis Murder. Got it. But the brother has the blonde stash that's kind of patchy and I you I just really I don't like the blonde stash. You don't like blonde stashes anyway. Ever. No. I really don't ever. I didn't really notice his facial hair because of the most obvious thing about his face. The brother or the dad? The brother. What was it? That he has one green eye and one blue eye? Nope, did not notice that. I not can't at all. even. What's that called when a cat has that? I don't know, but it's cool. It's, it's very It's the coolest rare. thing ever. I can't believe you didn't notice it. I was staring and I was like, what's going on with his eyes? And I was like, oh my gosh, they're different colors. That's full different colors. It looks like two. It looks like someone put a different eyeball in his eyeball. Wow. Yeah, it was neat. No idea. Yeah. Did not notice. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting that you only saw something that you hate. Yeah. <sighs> but if you ask me what color the dad's eyes are, I wouldn't have known because mm. I really liked his mustache. But do you think I feel like you're a little too quick to judge on the sun just because I think it's going to turn into that. I think that maybe that dad had a blonde mustache until it turned white and then it because your hair changes when it turns white. And it gets but thicker. we don't know if he had the mustache when he was a younger man, when he was blonde. Maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing that he had it all the time, and that's why the son has it, is because his dad always had a mustache. That's cute. I could yeah. see that. They're a close it's family. It's sweet. Doug quit the military so he wouldn't have to be deployed. She worked at a bank, and he worked at Applebee's and Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. Now, dying to know the story there, because I'm assuming it's not like a joint Applebee's slash Pizza Hut. Like, they no. used to have those joint Taco Bell Pizza Hut drive throughs Do you they remember do. those? I don't, I don't think know why you still saying. do. No, they do. Where? I want to go to one. I'm sure in Visalia they do. Okay, I got it. But I'm not going all the way to Visalia. I'm sure like in Santa Clarita, maybe in Palmdale. Palmdale. There. Okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, yes. Yeah. So I want to know like which one he worked at first. Did he get fired? I have to think after being in the military working at a Pizza Hut or an Applebee's is not going to be good for your PTSD. No. You've got the stoner teenagers going to the Pizza Hut and the Applebee's probably have like fights breaking out over the salad bar and ladies trying to put rolls in their purses. It's chaos. It's too much. So he stayed home with the kids and he was Mr. Mom, which is, I think, an offensive term we've decided as a society. We're not supposed to say that anymore. Really? Yeah, I think it's it's wrong. Okay. It's like implying that there's gender roles for each mom and dad. And when the dad does it, he gets like a special term. But it's like, then it implies the mom shouldn't be going to work. Do you know what I'm saying? I understand. I didn't know it was offensive, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I think and it's also, offensive. I just, Mr. Mom is to me is Michael Keaton. And right. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. You can't do any no wrong. one's saying so. that you're, we have to like burn that movie or anything we cannot burn no terry no. gar if michael keaton and movie, terry gar don't burn it 
No, if you own that movie, watch it once a week and remind yourself of the delights of that era of telev- of movies. Okay. When nobody cared. So, when nobody cared. When Doug relaxed, he played Xbox, these first-person shooter games, which I do not get at all. What they are? I don't get how that's relaxing to shoot someone, because the video games stress me out. When I'm even trying to kill Bowser or those turtle guys, my hands are sweating. I am so stressed. The music stresses me out. The literally the music when you go into a castle. Darn it, darn it, darn it. I hate it. Darn it darn stresses darn it. me out so much. That's not relaxing. And these people are like, let me just blow up this war torn native village and then I'll take a break for nachos and Gatorade. Like it that's relaxing. I don't understand. But whatever, to each their own. So it's those games where you can talk to each other on the microphone too, which is also weird to me. Do you think that's relax? Do you think relaxing is what they're going? It's not relaxed. That's not what they're going for, though. They're going for stimulating. They specifically said on the Dateline when he relaxed, he played these games. I think because they have to make it sound like that. They mean relaxing as in when he wasn't at his job, he played these games. So in his off time is probably what they should have said. I think it's relaxing for people to play video games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have no experience with that. I I was just watching Shaun of the Dead again for the 100th time, and they just always want to relax and play the video games. Hmm. That's like their thing. Okay. Uh, So they fought a lot, Doug and Venus, and they separated. They decided to try a fresh start, and they moved to Virginia, my home, state home. I saw Virginia is for lovers on the sign. I was like... Oh, that's... Kimberly. My peeps. So, but you they, hate that word. You know that's ironic, right? <laughs> uh, that is true. That it, I don't like that L word, but yeah. I like it on the shirt. The, yes. Like I'm fine with the Virginia's for Lover shirt. Okay. So they moved to Bush Gardens. I don't know. Why I said that they moved to Virginia so they could go to Bush Gardens. Like she literally mapped out where there were amusement parks and then picked Virginia because Bush Gardens was there. Bush Gardens is an amusement park. Yes. Not a zoo. Correct. There might it, be a zoo place in it, but it's like a big, there's lots of rides and I think there's a big water park in there too that it's connected to. Is it owned um, by Anheuser-Busch? I think Bush? there's SeaWorld also oh. there um, at one of the Bush Gardens. There's a couple Bush Gardens. There's one in Florida, I think. Um, I don't know. Okay. It's probably owned by Anne. It's spelled B U S C H. So it is Anne. Okay, that's Anne Hazard. Could Bush, be then. owned by Budweiser. Anne. That's really funny. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Oh, my very first memory in the world is being at Bush Gardens, being Curie pushed what? pushed in a stroller. No, how old were you? Like three or four. What do you remember? Just being pushed in a stroller. You don't remember what you saw. You just remember being in like a there were people around. That's when you became consciously aware of the world. Was yeah, that Bush Gardens. That's very. <laughs> if I was a, if I was a therapist, I could analyze this. <laughs> in what way? What I don't know. I don't know. I would say maybe you have because that place is not like a real place. That that's like an amusement park. Uh-huh. That that if that was your first memory of what the world should be like, you're yeah. in for a mighty mighty disappointing. Yeah. 
That's why I'm always in my fantasy part head. Of your life. Yeah. That's why my favorite quote from Harry Potter is, of course it's all inside your head, Harry, but why on earth should that mean that it's not real? Oh, see, that's what that's what creepy horse girls say. You can't say that. <laughs> you know that's what they say. When they imagine they have a horse, they go out to feed their imaginary horse. Like Tina on Bob's Burgers. Did she do that? Did she have an? Did she go out yes. to feed it? She has an imaginary horse, and then she goes to a real horse camp, and the horse she gets is named like Mister yes, Ploppers or something, and he just like poops and barely mm. can walk, and then she just imagines that she's riding on her this invisible horse instead. It's an awesome episode. It's so sad. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Venus and what's his name, Doug, were arguing again. So Venus took the kids back to Michigan to stay with her parents. Two months later, Venus goes missing. The The little girls are still there at the house and her phone and her purse and her car were there and her clothes. But she's just gone. Um, so her dad calls 911. But her dad is in the house when she goes it missing. It is the parents' house that they are staying at. And he is inside the house. Yes, and he wakes up and hears the girls being rambunctious and he goes out and the mom is just gone. And he just freaks out and calls 911 immediately. We're going to come back to this later, but I think that's awful. I think that's what? adding insult to injury. You have a missing oh. daughter and you were in the house. That's yeah. heartbreaking. Oh, like for him, that's harder him, to deal that with. For him, heartbreaking. Right. Yeah. To, like, yeah. The Okay, but then we got to talk about the mom. I have a couple things about the mom. I will say by the end of the episode, I'm on Team Mother Venus. I'm on Team Mom Venus. But I'm not in a couple points throughout the episode. It better not be what I think it is. What do you think it's going to be? I don't know. T tell me and I'll tell you. Okay. So she has some odd responses to things, mm -hmm. which you know I always find funny. We just talked about it in our Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. So... She's at work and she gets the call that Venus is missing. And yeah. her coworkers, you see, you know, you totally agree with me. But only I have the balls up inside me to say it. All right. Okay. So, again, I don't know what it's like to have a child go missing. I'm not judging. But her responses seemed strange to me. So she, she's at work. She gets the call that Venus is missing and her coworkers are trying to calm her down and saying like, it's okay, it's going to be fine. She probably just went for a walk around the block. And the mom with the most disgusted look on her face says, get a grip. My daughter doesn't do that stuff. I'm out of here. I loved it. Now, I okay. loved every second of that. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Your daughter doesn't do that stuff. I like love it. Walk. I think she was okay. Your daughter doesn't. Okay. It's not like they said she was in the back smoking black tar heroin. Listen. They said she took a walk around the block, Listen. and she is so offended. My daughter doesn't do that stuff. Okay. Get a grip. Get a grip on yourself. I'm out of here. I love the get a grip. I, I was like. She's amazing. <laughs> but also, let's keep in mind, people do crazy things in stressful situations. Right. At my wedding, when a friend of ours asked me, do you want a water? <laughs> Why do I need a water? <laughs> I was furious. <laughs> and like a capital B, for no reason, 
She was being nice. But I was like, that's what that is. Get a grip. Yeah. Do I look thirsty? Yeah. (laughs) No. It's seriously, my daughter doesn't walk. My daughter doesn't go for a walk. She'd be in the car. (laughs) With her daughters. Thank you. Bye. She doesn't do that stuff. Here's the deal. It's like she heard something else in her head completely different than what the co-worker said. I think she heard maybe she went out to meet someone. That's what the reaction. The reaction was. Maybe she was on a date. Dates? Just do that stuff? Meet strange men on the internet? Poor co-worker is like, I just said she's went for a walk around the block. I know. Sorry, Mary. Yeah, sorry. sorry. What's her name, Leanne? I'm so sorry. Gosh. (laughs) I'm going to start responding to you like that, though. Do you want a Coke Zero? I don't drink that stuff. I'm out of here. Do you want to record tonight? Get a grip. (laughs) I really loved it, though, because I was like, but also that's just how stressed she is. Yeah, yeah. She's like lost her mind. But she could have just reenacted the story as like, it didn't work. It wasn't calming me down. I had to leave. But she fully reenacts like what she said with this disgusted look on her face. Good for her. She went full Mickey. It was great. She did. She totally did. did. She went full Mickey on it. I love it. Yes. My response should be here. It is completely on the other side of the moon. Yes. So (laughs) then we meet this cop who has our third mustache of the night, which is kind of a sparse ginger one. You just don't like sparse mustaches because it's I the don't, teenage... I don't, I don't feel like if you can do it, if you can't do it, don't do it. Teenage dirtbag stash. Yeah. But his was really patchy. Like it was really thick close to the middle yeah. and then thinner in other well, areas. You can't just have a th- mustache in the middle because mustache in the middle is Adolf. Oh, yeah, of course. You can't just have, I mean. Although if it was ginger, I don't think anyone would make that comparison. I do. I think you you cannot have that. You cannot have a one-inch mustache in wit. He ruined it for everybody. Yeah, it's. I think it was already bad. It's already a very strange style choice. It is. Yeah, it's very odd. Do you think he had a really ugly mole or scar there, and he was trying to cover it up? Do you think he had a? Yeah, he had a cleft palate scar. Yes. So that's possible because you know he was all about like genetic purity. So right, he wouldn't so have he wanted would have to, to show. Uh huh. But that's not a genetic thing, is it? Um. Yeah, I would think so. Science. Science. Kim, people are wild. Do, do you, could you help us? Sci- nice. Could science? Could science call us again? Yeah. It was really helpful when science called us last time. So they find at the scene at the house the gravel is all messed up, like there was a scuffle. There's a pink hair tie, and then there's a label and a wrapper for a plastic tarp sold from Walmart. Why you would leave that, don't know why. That's just the worst sign. The worst sign. Ever. Plastic like if tarp. I saw that, if I saw that, I'd start bawling. Yeah, I'd be like, she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a week before, Venus had won custody of the kids. Mm. Danger zone. Mm-hmm. She's riding into the danger zone. Archer. Lana! What? <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> I love Archer. Okay, so the police find Doug, and he says he's been in Virginia. She's in Michigan. He's been in Virginia all day, states away. He says, I was at my lawyer's office. I went to the receptionist and paid my bill. They can vouch for me. And there's surveillance footage of him in his parking garage in Virginia as well. 
Wait, his lawyer's in Virginia? He lives in Virginia still. Where they used to live. Right. In a town called Newport News. Correct. I know. It's kind of funny. No, it's not kind of funny. What? That's not, <laughs> that's not the name of a town. It does seem like an odd name for a town. I was I th- surprised. I had to turn on subtitles for it. Because yeah. I was like, I'm thinking of it. It's spelled N-E-U-S or something. There's something. <laughs> right. No, it's like. I'm it's hearing like it wrong. No, Newport it's like. Newport News. It's like the Newport Tribune. Yeah, kind of. I live it's, in the LA it's Times. A very... <laughs> like, what What are you doing? It is really. Yeah, it's odd. I don't. I have never heard of that town. I did not live there. I, near there, I don't think. You didn't? Okay. No. So. I'm just saying. I am surprised I you did not mention it before. I'm it's sorry. It's very strange. Yes. Yeah. So there's a search party. You know, I love a search party. And, yeah, and it's Venus's aunt seems to be a total bad A. Yeah, She's she awesome. Yeah. She carries a shovel with her in her car in case she just needs to pull over and start digging. She's what? organizing the whole thing. She has the sign on the side of her car. She but- was... In Doesn't it, it seem it. a little soon for digging? Like, I, I was sort of shocked when I heard that. I was kind of like, wait, she just went missing. Why are we digging? We should not be digging. We need to... I mean, it's practical to start digging that early, especially in places like this where the weather's so fickle, like where they actually have weather. Yeah. You don't know there could be like a huge rainstorm any day or there could, you know, it makes sense. But I, I see what you're saying. It's yeah. a little soon for the shovel. They were digging for evidence, maybe. Police go through Doug's car. It looked a lot like mine. There were lots of old french fries, which somehow oh. I have a lot of. It's very oh. wasteful, though, the amount that he has. I don't let them. I, I try to pick it up. He didn't have that many. He had like, if it just he had like pick, five. No. It was way more than five. It was like a whole like medium five. spilled over, I think. Oh. I like that Dennis brought attention to it, though. He really... Applaud Dennis was to you, Dennis. You were on fire. He was commenting on the fashion. He was commenting on everything oh, yeah. in this episode. He had mm-hmm. a great time. Yeah. There is a receipt in the car from Walmart. Oh, boy. Dougie, Doug, you're Dougie stupid. Because... The receipt is for a tarp, gloves, a shovel, and a hat from a Walmart. Okay. So the police go to the Walmart, which is in Ohio, which would is smart. It is along the route from Virginia to Michigan, but it's like two hours away from the Michigan house. So police would never have thought to check this Walmart. Because they had already, because they had checked the WalMarts around to see of, the on the right. skew for the tarp, right? Yes, and it but, hadn't been sold at any of those. But they would never go. No, like, to an Ohio, you know. Right. But they, because of this receipt, idiot. It yes, it they check it out. Idiot. They were purchased the night before Venus disappeared, and but they still don't know what to do because Doug was on camera in Virginia. And the receptionist at the lawyers saw him. So then we meet the prosecutor who is, they say, the youngest prosecutor ever in that area. And Dennis is in love with him and calls him babyface the whole time. The babyface prosecutor. <laughs> what? I what totally you... missed that. I did not hear he, that at all. He did. over and over How did and I miss over that? again. I think because I wasn't like a huge fan. So I was like, okay. He's cute. He's like a it's chubby. Right. He looks like a little chubby baby. But he's like, gonna love that 
People love to be described as looking like a chubby baby. I mean, Dennis says baby face literally the entire episode and points out that he's the youngest prosecutor and then goes, the baby face prosecutor is going like, to. How old was the baby? How old was the baby? How old was the prosecutor? He, he looks like under 30. That is young. And he's like the elected prosecutor of that area. So he's the youngest ever one. Interesting. Okay. So he wants to prosecute right away, but everyone's like, slow down, baby face. Don't, you know, put your diaper on and we're going to wait till we have more evidence. We don't even have a body yet. So, okay. Here's your passy and your binky. Nap, nap, okay. nap time. And then we, so we have baby prosecutor and then the other side of the spectrum, we have this other detective who is working his last case before retiring. That was the best. It's so... I'm that, too old for this. It like, is. It's perfect. It's one the, more thing and they reel me back in again. It's baby face versus. <laughs> yeah. Old. The old, old dude. Yeah. I'm too old for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Doug is trying to get custody of the girls who are living with the parents, Venus's parents. And so they go to court for that. At the court, the dad with the mustache mm-hmm. asks Doug, have you murdered anyone lately? My gosh, that's so your dad, by the oh, way. Oh, really? That's Bob. That's Bob. That is so Bob. The minute I heard that, I was like, oh, that's Bob. I was like, do you need some ice for that burn, Doug? He might be worse than that. But yeah, good for dad. Good for, good dad. for dad. I love yeah. that. So the detectives investigate the lawyer's receptionist in Virginia who said they saw him. Suddenly their story of, yeah, we saw him. He totally came in. It really was a man came in with a hoodie up, a hat on, and aviator huge sunglasses. Mirror sunglasses. Mirror sunglasses. So they're now not even sure if that was him. And that he came in, he paid for Doug's account, but he didn't wait for the receipt and he made no chit chat and he kind of rushed out of there. Is this so, the first time they've talked to the lo- to the lawyer's no, office? No, second time. So this is irritating, right? Right, because they should have, the police who interviewed them at the f- beginning wrote it off as an ironclad alibi. But why in the world didn't the the receptionist in the office tell them, the police, About that his information then? and his clothing. Because that seems real weird. It does. It does. I That's agree. A, I don't know. Yeah. No, they were not good witnesses. They should have said, however... I don't know. Oh, yeah, by it the way. Been, it could have been some white dude in dressed up like the Unabomber. Like, yeah. I do not. That is the most obvious I'm trying to hide outfit ever. Right, a hat hoodie and hoodie. Up and a hoodie on top, a hat on right. top of it. No, and, I think it was. No, no. <laughs> it's hat on top of it. I think he had a hat on top of it. <laughs> I think he did. They thought they said he did. No, it's not. It's baseball hat number one. Hoodie up over the hat. Oh, the hoodie goes over the hat. (laughs) That makes sense. That would be ridiculous. You put a little tiny baseball hat squeezing it over the fabric. And he's got like pooches over his ears. Looks like a weird little bag. I was like, how do you fit the hat? That has you to be like a, you go have to order that hat four sizes up so that it'll fit over the hoodie. Ah. <laughs> it seemed ah. odd to me. It would have been better if it had been a cowboy hat over all of it. Yes, totally. Baseball hat covered in hoodie. And a topped, huge caftan covering his entire hat. body. 
Yeah. <laughs> he came in in a giant like rubber suit, like yeah. one of those like things hazmat that the people the hazmat suits. <laughs> yes. I thought it was uh, odd, but I didn't want. I didn't tell the police. I didn't want to say anything because I don't a, want. I don't want to judge. I didn't want to. You seemed I, busy investigating this murder, so I didn't want to trouble you. It with It seemed that weird that he was in a space helmet, but I didn't. I mean, I, mean, I don't know his life. So. I don't. He was wearing those giant gloves, like they were on pushing daisies, so they wouldn't touch each other because <laughs> she would die if he touched. And so I thought that was straight. It, it was hard for him to hold the pen. Because he was wearing those huge blown up gloves. But again, I know you were trying to get to your coffee break, officer. I know you guys love your coffee and I just didn't want to bother you. It didn't seem like a big detail that he came in in a bubble. It was fine. He just rolled on in like a gerbil. It's fine. I didn't think there was anything that weird about it. Or a hamster. I don't know why I said gerbil. I don't know either. What's the difference? What's the difference? Gerbils would go in a rolly ball. I guess true. I'm thinking a lot about Jersey Shore because they played a game in the backyard in those gerbil things or hamster balls. And then they kept saying, because they call Angelina the dirty hamster. So they were like. Why did they call her that? I don't. Because she's gross. She's, she's, she's earned that nickname. She's proud of it. She got it tattooed on her fiance's body. No, she didn't. Yes. There's a new show that Snooki hosts called How Far Is Tattoo Far? And oh. it's people tattooing the worst things on their friends, partners. It's terrible. Like the worst things you can imagine. That's awful. Don't yeah. do that. Um, yeah. Do you want to know the difference? Sure. Gerbils have a long furry tail, but hamsters have short little hairless stub for a tail. Okay. There you gerbils go. need the society of other gerbils. Gerbils oh. don't want to be alone. Hamsters are solitary creatures. Because I always had a single hamster growing up. Right. Who had two hamsters? I had two guinea pigs, but. I had a hamster and our dog. It was really sad. I don't want to yeah, talk about it. I'm sure. It was, there was an incident with the ball. And my dad had business associates over. It was a whole thing. So. <laughs> so sad. Um, Doug's cell phone records show that in the days previous to the disappearance, he was making seven to 15 calls a day. Why are these people always so phone call Like, how much stuff do you have to discuss? One call, done. I hate talking on the phone. 15 times a day? Make the plan. Stop looking at hamster and gerbil stuff online, please. Would you c- please listen to me? Turn it off. A gerbil looks really different than what you think a gerbil looks like. That's all I'm going to say. Gerbil looks, it... like a, a gerbil looks like a rat. It's brown. Brown rat. Oh, I've... I, gerbil, with like, kangaroo, I with like yeah. kangaroo feet. Really? Yeah. So Doug's cell phone records show... Did you hear me t- say this part? You did didn't, he called did 18 you? times a day to F- one number. 15. Why do people call that much to one number? I hate talking on the phone. That part? Yeah, that part. I was listening. I can also look at a picture and listen and be surprised mm. by the way a gerbil's anatomy is anatomy were you looking at it's becky's protege i was trying to figure out how much smaller than a hamster they are so the the day before the murder and the day that she disappeared doug's phone was turned off which is just as suspicious as anything else you will do dumb dumb dougie I feel like we had moved away from these kind of episodes with the phone calls and the the turning of the phone off. Well, this is kind of a repeat. So 
When did this happen? What year are we in? 2005? 2008? Something happened? I can't remember. 2005, perhaps? Can I guess? (sighs) Ulysses. (laughs) She's here. So, because no one wants to use our burner phone, Tupac Shakur... Oh my god! It. She just flew up and clutched my she clothing. F- she flew. She flew like she had and a Yoshi. She's, she's she was fa- flying on a Yoshi. Yoshi. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Okay, all right. Come on, honey. Come on. Let go. Let go. I know. I know. Okay. You're- it's so hard being you. I know. It's like a toddler. I know. Which is a mistake to bring these things into your lives, unless a puppy. She's Find half the, the size the of the others. The dog is a member of the genus Aeus, which forms <laughs> part of the wolf-like canids, and is the most widely abundant terrestrial carnivore. No Alexa, one asked what? you. And now she... Okay. Okay, well, Alexa's Alexa, thank you. Possessed. No. You're it's welcome. Ca- no, you, we, I cast thee out, Satan. <laughs> Stop it. You need, to, you need to burn some sage in your house and get rid mm-hmm. of her. Not today, Satan. Not today, Alexa. So, because no one is using our Tupac Shakur burner phones, yeah, they trace the calls that he's been making to this college kid living with his parents in Delaware. Ricky. Ricky from a good family. Like Becky with the good hair. Exactly. Ricky, no, Ricky. Ricky, leave it! Is that... What is that? It's the... The British office. It's the, the British, British office. But it's two references that I Who's have Rick, Ricky? no idea what he's making. It's when the temp comes in. Oh, it's they're do and they're all laughing and we have no idea what pop culture reference they're making. Some sort of British show. Yeah. That we is a know. meta thing that I just did. It's three I love layers it. deep. I love it. I love or, that you're admitting that you didn't know what the reference was. No. So Ricky met Doug on Xbox Live and they became best friends. They met face to face during Ricky's spring break. Doug invited Ricky to stay at his house for a week. Bear in mind, Ricky was like maybe 19 at the time, 20, and Doug is 30. So I was trying to think, like, I'm sure I've been friends with people that much younger than me, but I don't think I've ever invited them across state lines to come and stay with me without their parents knowing. That's that's real weird. Hmm. Without it being like a mentor or like this is someone right. I'm like trying to get my writing career going and this is a writer I respect and we've become friends. So we're going to do like a workshop weekend or something. Even then gonna... I would have their parents know. I yeah, would abso- meet their parents absolutely. first or something or yeah. speak to their parents. He I was lived thinking, with his parents. I was thinking more you were the young one and there's another oh, old sorry. one. I was not thinking of you as the older. No, I meant like I've been but, friends with people that much younger than me. When I was 20, I don't think I was friends with anyone that was 30. That would have been strange to me because 30 seems so old when you're 20. Yes, it does. So then when you're 30, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm basically still a teenager. It feels the same. Yeah. But then when you talk to a 20-year-old, you're like, oh, I'm old. So they went to Bush Gardens again. Doug really loves Bush Gardens. That <laughs> I don't I really need to go to Bush Gardens now, by the way. 
Bush Gardens. Is, the, is there one in New Orleans? No, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Sorry, why is it called? I don't understand why it's called Bush Gardens, though, because it was initially like a botanical garden and then they got rides and it became an amusement park. It's like uh, the rides and stuff are built within the trees. So they say it's like the most beautiful amusement park because it's Virginia has the best foliage, as my mom would say, and the best trees, like such good trees. Does it? Yeah, it does. That's fun. So it has beautiful trees there. I guess. So it's like gardens. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't been there since I was like five. So I don't know. But they so they wanted to go to a club too. But Ricky was only 20. So so instead, it's so weird. Instead, Doug just buys them a lot of alcohol and they drink at his apartment and play Xbox. Okay. The whole spring break. Okay. Now that's creepy. Like on his like leather couch or whatever. I don't know. It's just weird. Nasty. There, it's just there's something that's just weird. The no, and, it's weird. It's a creepy vibe. Yeah, and Ricky even says it was kind of awkward because he's like thirty, and that's like really old. So this is in his police interview, right? Yeah, he's he's, that? Okay, he's okay. a teen. He's he's a little a little bag of wienersy, a little okay guy. I can't tell. He comes off as really dumb, though. That's the biggest thing. Is in his interview, he sounds like an idiot. He's slouching too. So yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But he's very casually slouching. Yeah, I can't. He he acts yeah. like he doesn't care, and I'm like, do you really not care? Because then you're dumb because you don't understand what's happening. You're being interviewed by the police about something really serious. Yeah, that's right, Ulysses. So he's saying he has no idea. But on the day when they turned off their phones, Ricky, who's an idiot briefly turned his phone back on just for a minute mm-hmm. and they were able to ping it off a tower in Virginia even though Ricky says he was at home in Delaware the whole so Ricky's, weekend. So Ricky blew it. Ricky blew it by turning on his phone when they were supposed to keep their phones off. So he, Ricky says, oh well um, I googled Doug and it says some like weird things like he he's like doing like he had a receipt or something it's some weird that's some effed up and he's cussing yes that is some effed up ricky yes he said he had a what a receipt in his car was that in the news that there was a receipt how did he find it was, okay. I'm assuming it was in the news. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm just wondering how dumb he is. Like, did he let that right, out? Right. That he right. Knew? Did he That's let what out? I'm trying yeah. to. Right. Right. So the police fu- play nice guy. Like, we don't think you did anything, but we think you know something. And they finally get Ricky to talk. And Ricky said that Doug told him he needed to go to Michigan to hide his wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your there kids. You go. Hide your wife. Yeah, so Ricky's like, well, he said he needed to go to Michigan to hide his wife. Hide? What are you talking? Like, hide and seek? What are you talking about? And then he says... Hide the body? I don't know. He doesn't know. And then he says, well, then he said um, he he needed to get rid of her. Okay. So mm-hmm. now the police feel like they have enough. So they declare Venus dead, even though they have no body. They go and they arrest Doug. And Doug is pissed. He says the Venus left them, left the kids, and she's hiding out there somewhere. 
in her pajamas with no car, no money, no phone. But she's really good at hide and seek like for years now. She's been doing this. She like in her took PJs. A, she took a cab in her pajamas to the airport where she had a locker stashed with clothes, makeup, money, passports, a separate and another ID. name. Yeah. yeah, and then flew to leaving the children Croatia, right? Yeah, and started a new job as a nanny. She's for obviously a rich couple. yes, yes. She must have stashed clothes at the airport because if you're wearing those clothes you buy at the airport. You know, like at yeah. LAX, if you're like, I love, I heart CA. Beverly you're just Hills. Really obvious. And it's embroidered. Yeah. With like little <laughs> the glitter and start. Yeah, no. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. So the baby face prosecutor, baby, baby driver. He's baby like the baby driver. from Look Who's Talking To. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Rosie O'Donnell? No. Which one's she? Kirstie she Alley <sighs> and John Travolta, but I can't remember who's doing the voices of the babies. Okay, so they say that Doug was acting so chill when they arrested him and when they go to court and they would have, so they go to trial and they're like doing sidebars with the judge and stuff and Doug is trying to talk to them like he's one of the guys, which is so, he's like that guy. He just is that confident, shows no fear and is like these prosecutors are his bros. Like they are process, they want to put you away for life. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you about the score on the latest Lions game or whatever. And Dennis loves this. He smiles at this point, mm-hmm. and he it won a rare smile, and it was beautiful. It really was. It shined like a diamond. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. So at the trial, they make the dad testify with his face and his beautiful mustache being half cut off by an old school projector slide. Light? Mm. Did you notice that? It's, I did not notice that. It's like he's teaching eighth grade science, mm. and he put the projector on, and it cuts off his entire face. And he's like, I'm trying to talk about my daughter here, please. Can we just... No. So they show the Walmart footage, which shows Doug buying the tarp, the shovel, duct tape, gloves. And then the Walmart worker takes the stand, says he asked for lime. Because I guess you can put lime on things that are decaying. And this Walmart worker, she's like an older woman. Do you want to describe her? Mm-mm. What do you, you, you're ha- making an expression like you want to say something. No, because I know what you're going to get to. I thought she was very sweet. Okay. She's doing this kind, it almost seems nervous, like she's, like she's flirting. But I think she's just really scared. Like she's almost being coquettish. Like, putting her hands over her mouth, like, I don't want to point him out in the courtroom. I'm so scared. But I think she's actually very scared to point him out. What did you think? What's he going to do? He's going to leap over the table with well, a shovel? Well, she doesn't know he could get off and then come after her. What if he gets acquitted? She just gave her entire testimony. The last thing they're asking her to do is to point out who is the man that she saw, that, who she l- told this last story yeah. about, right? Uh-huh. Like, she just told this big old thing, but the right. thing that's going to get him, it's rude to point. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the straw. It's over. That's the straw that broke the case. She's done. I'm, I'm done. It's curtains for you, Debbie. Like, that's <laughs> what's going to happen. We pride ourselves on anonymity here at Walmart, and that is a line I will not cross. I could Let lose me- my job. 
Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. What struck me too is that she said that she walked up to him and said, "Welcome to Walmart. Can I help you find anything?" So anytime someone approaches you in Walmart, do they need to say "Welcome to Walmart?" Because I feel like that's the job of the people at the front. They say "Welcome to Walmart." I think you get it throughout. I think they I think that Walmart customers are dumb because they've gone to the peopleofwalmart.com. Please someone send me a picture from peopleofwalmart.com. It's all I want in life. Tweet it at me. It will brighten my day. So I think they think our customers need to be repeated constantly where they are because they're all on meth. So every aisle you go to, they have to be like, you're at Walmart, just so you know. Keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. You're at Walmart. (laughs) Find your pants. You're at Walmart. (laughs) Here's the pants aisle. These are called dickies. Okay, so hold on a second. Let me ask you a serious question. You've been to Walmart before. I know you have. Yeah. Has it happened to you that people say welcome to Walmart your entire trip there? First of all, every time I'm in a Walmart, I have to find someone to open whatever canister. I'm like, I'm always trying to get spray paint at Walmart because that's where you get it the cheapest to spray paint something or other home project. Are you you Banksy? (laughs) (laughs) Katie is Banksy, you guys. Ulysses is Banksy. I'm helping her. So (laughs) let it be. Let her live in anonymity. Anyways, but I'm just saying, I always have to hunt someone down to be like, yeah. can you open the spray paint yeah, that's page true. and try to look as wholesome as I can while asking it? <laughs> and so I'm saying that what this woman actually did is perjure herself on the stand. No. Because there is no way she walked up to him in his Hawaiian shirt and said, welcome to Walmart. Can I help you find this something? Is, this is why you're wrong. Because he stood out so much in that outfit, because all the employees seem to remember him because he's wearing... Hawaiian print shorts in cold times. It's cold out. And he was the only one in shorts in the whole store, pretty much. And a striped print shirt. And they said he looked like he was going to a luau. She got nervous. Like, something's up with this guy. So she did that thing where you, like, they hover and then go, can I help you with anything? Because you're not dressed appropriately. Like he's going to run out with a potted plant? Yeah. To take to his luau that he's going to later the pig on a spit is on aisle seven but it's locked up so you can't just steal it and the tiki torch section that we don't have lime i would have liked it better if she had told the stories and said limes oh you have to go to the super center walmart we're not a super center we don't have (laughs) we don't have a grocery section here and he said no lime and she's like still got confused lime green lime disease like with the ticks Lie like for soap. What? Uh, Great. <laughs> so I feel like we could have got a million ways with this. It's a I bummer. know this, but this Walmart worker is her reaction is very oh, a little bit odd and over the top. Maybe she's milking her last few minutes of fame on the stand. Maybe that's it. But regardless, she's saying how nervous she is to point him out, and he has this smirk on his face. Yeah, like he finds it so hilarious. Are you talking about Dougie? Dougie. Doug. Well, well, we will get into Dougie's uh, courtroom behavior and courtroom attire. Yes, we will. In great detail because Dougie made some interesting choices for his, yes. his life. So it turns out Doug did buy a burner phone. Yay. Smart Doug. Mm-hmm. But he bought it with a credit card. Boo. Come on. You're an idiot because they can track the phone. So dumb. Doug's phone shows that he did drive to Michigan because he's an idiot. And better than that, there's his fingerprint 
on the tarp plastic wrapper that was left at the scene. He's so dumb. So then Babyface Prosecutor puts Ricky on the stand. Yep. They started their relationship by playing Xbox six to ten hours a day. I mean, I probably watch that much TV, so I shouldn't judge. No, but that's like 90 Day Fiance where they're halfway across the world and you talk to them all day. Like they have those couples on there that like stay on the phone with each other all day. Well, they're doing other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is, you're not doing anything else. You're watching, you're playing Xbox. Not also your boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. So it's a a 19 year old. Don't dismiss the bromance because Doug called them brothers from another mother which is just as good as being in a relationship. But what okay. I think happened is Doug It's in Googled, a familial relationship. Yeah, I think Doug Googled what do cool college kids say and found brother from another mother and then used it on Ricky. And Ricky was like, oh, he's cool. Okay. And then completely blew his cover by wearing a sweater vest in court. There you go. The spring break trip... They drank, they went to Bush Gardens, they played Xbox because apparently they have to play it every single day or they will die. Then Doug told Ricky that Venus was an abusive mother to their kids and he needed to go kill her. And Ricky needs to pretend to be the alibi. What day is that? Is that like day four? <laughs> I think it was day two or three, he said. At Bush Gardens? No, I, I, I pray to God it was not on the same trans what's the transway what's the The monorail Monorail. they're in those um little cars that swing though yeah you know i wanted it to be that or in a ferris wheel just like were they just going on one of those like he was on with his wife and was videoing them with the kids and then he goes back with ricky and that's when he chooses to tell him i think i need you to help me kill my wife that if that's what happened that's that's diabolical that's sick we need to know more So Doug says that Venus is abusive to their kids. He has to kill her and he needs Ricky's help. Ricky kept saying no, but Doug kept making the abuse stories worse. Like she might actually kill these kids. I saw her choking one of the kids and I had to stop it. And the kid would have died if it wasn't for me being there. So Ricky finally says, okay. Then Doug takes him to the park because I feel like the apartment was smelling like Chinese food and farts. What I mean, if these two guys are just playing Xbox all night long and drinking, it was rank in there. Nasty. So they go to a park. I think you're and- being generous with Chinese food. I think that smells like Little Caesars and farts. <laughs> and farts. Let's get real. So Doug tells him, I'm going to choke her. And this is how I'm going to do it. Well, first he says, what should I use? Not a gun because it's too loud and not a knife because it's too messy. So I'm going to have to choke her. So right. he demonstrates on Ricky how he's going to choke her. No. And this is at the park. He puts him in a chokehold and then Ricky says he went down to the ground. And Doug was like, that's what I'm going to do. You just have to hold that a little longer. And she'll be knocked out. What if somebody had come by or thought that it was real and called the police? Yeah. They're at a public park. It must be at nighttime. This is where at nighttime, right? The B-roll was daytime of the park. So I don't know. That's insane. 
Well, I don't know why you couldn't. You're in your apartment 24 hours a day, but you leave the apartment to go do the chokehold demonstration. Also, if you saw this in a park, a 30-year-old man with like a yes. teenager, you'd call the police. You'd be yes. like, something's wrong. Something is very wrong. You could be a crackhead selling crack at two in the morning and you would see this and you'd be like, dude, something's up. Yeah. I mean, this is not right. Big That's dude's going to kill little dude. He's, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just do that at the bar. It's almost like he felt like they needed to go to like a dojo or somewhere where there was like lots of empty space so they could do their wrestling, their hardcore guy wrestling or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, you just could have done it in your apartment. Just move the coffee table out of the way. So the weekend of the murder. Doug and Ricky meet in the middle. Doug gives him the clothes, the hoodie, the glasses, and his credit card so that Ricky could go to Wendy's and order something. That's Mm -hmm. pretty smart. But something goes wrong. Doug is driving out to Michigan and he gets pulled over by the cops. So they have to call the plan off for that weekend. Doug wants to try again right away. And Ricky said, no, I'm not doing it anymore. And Doug says, I'm going to kill everyone. Like everyone. I'm going to kill the kids. I'm going to kill. I don't know who he said. Like, I'm going to go on a rampage, he said, and kill everyone if you don't do this, which makes no sense. But Ricky is not that bright. And he says, oh, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then one day, Doug calls Ricky and said, I did it. I killed her. And Ricky says, what? And Doug says, no, man, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What is this relationship? What are these jokes? Also, why are we talking about this on the stand? We don't care. Yeah, it would. There was Ricky was on the stand forever. Yeah, they wanted to hear everything, but and then the baby face prosecutor is like, so to clarify, he made the joke and you said that's not funny, and he said I was just kidding, and Ricky's like, yes, like we had to clarify who thought the joke was funny. Oh my god! So then they're doing it. They're doing the plan again. Ricky calls Doug's work with a fake sore throat. Why couldn't Doug have done that call himself? (laughs) Because he was still in Virginia at that time, I think. Maybe he wasn't. That's the only thing that I thought was that he was not in Virginia at that time. They do the plan again. Doug goes to Venus's house. He called the house and pretended to be the mailman and said he had a package for her. <sighs> I don't understand this at all. A couple things I don't understand. A, since when do postmen have your phone number? <laughs> like, may I, my mail person does not have my phone number. <laughs> B, they said at the beginning of the episode that Venus was freaked out and thought she was going to die. And she told her dad the night before, if something happens to me... Like, remember, I love you. Like, she was on edge. Mm -hmm. Would you go outside for a package? Right. That, like, I don't understand. That works. I'm your mailman, Joe. Like, I have, I know we've never spoken before by phone. I mean, it was her parents' house, so maybe she thought, oh, maybe they have a friendly relationship with their mailman. Like, they give him cookies at Christmas or something. But does he have your phone number? Was it her cell phone or her home phone? I would assume it was the house phone. But then oh, okay. that could have gone bad because the dad could have answered the phone. Right. So you maybe wake up w- the dad who's right. sleeping. It would wake up the dad who's sleeping and then the dad would go outside and then that the whole thing would be ruined. So I don't understand. Maybe I don't. But if but is he, that how he got her outside? Yes. He said, I have a package 
come outside, and that's why she went to go check the mail. It she didn't and they, disappeared. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it was that he said mailman. I think it was UPS or FedEx because generally, if you get a package, you put your number on that. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. But, and maybe Dateline is not comfortable saying yeah FedEx or UPS. That makes yeah. a lot more sense. I can buy that. Um, so Ricky says that Doug jumped out and she screamed. Again, this is morning time. Like, everyone's awake. It's, there are neighbors. This is out in public. I don't understand okay, how all, this he, is a good plan. He jumps out? He jumps out of the car. And she screamed, but he got her into that headlock. But again, what if a neighbor had driven by? What time of the morning is this? I thought it was like 9 o'clock. Yeah, that's the feeling that I got. It's it a is normal time of the daylight. morning. daylight. Anyone could have been out walking their dogs or any- I don't understand. I need a more visual Correct of the us house. if you're wrong. Maybe did, there's no neighbors around. Did you see a visual of the house? I don't remember seeing well, what the house Well, it was B-roll. Like. I can't tell if it's just B-roll, like fake B-roll, or if it's real. It looked like a neighborhood. Like there mm. were probably houses nearby. Maybe I'm wrong. So Ricky is crying on the stand telling this story of what Doug told him he did. You don't seem like you're buying it. You're making a face already. I bought it. His tears. You didn't buy his tears. I'm mad at Ricky. I can be mad at Ricky. Yes, but do you believe his sadness? Yeah, I believe that he feels like an idiot. But I don't know if he's specifically sad that she he could have gone to the police so many times. Yes, he could have. But he was a dumb bag of wieners. I think I just don't have any tolerance. He really grasps that this mom is now dead. Well, because it's too late, isn't it? Maybe it, he should have been. Well, maybe he should have had a better grasp of reality to begin with. I just don't. They blame the video games. <laughs> that it just. Well, of is, course they do. It's because he's killing people all day on these video games. It doesn't seem real. But now he's grasped. That it is like this mother of two, and he can't even get it out on the stand. Like he did seem genuinely upset. Like he, it took him a full minute to get out the words. Doug said he was going to go bury her. Yeah. Could not even get it out. And it seemed very genuine to me. Okay. So then Doug says, go to my lawyer's office with the hoodie and the hat either on top or underneath the hoodie. Still not sure. (laughs) I still think it should be on top. Just make sure there's a hat and a hoodie. I don't care what order. What order? Hat and hoodie. And the sunglasses maybe could be around your the back of your neck like Guy Fieri. I don't know. So they he does that. Then they meet up again. And Ricky asks Doug, hey, dude, are you going to kill me now? Because I know what you did. And Doug says no. And Ricky says, good, because that would suck. Yeah, it it would prob- probably suck pretty pretty bad. The Ricky, eloquence. For the your, mastery. Yeah. Of the English language is what is what is moving. Beautiful. So the defense team is married. And it reminded me of that team. You remember they were super Jersey, like Guido, and she was always yelling and she got herself kicked off the case and they were a husband and wife team. It was one of our earliest episodes. Who was it? Yes, yes, yes. The bad ones. They were b- terrible. They were and they like, were from Chicago, right? Maybe Chicago. Maybe yeah. Chicago Guidos, not Jersey Guidos. Mm-hmm. But she was so loud that she got herself kicked off the case somehow. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. And they were, I want, tell us what episode that was, everybody, if you can remember. Uh, so they, the defense team that's married, they try to make Ricky look like a liar. The defense guy says, your screen name 
This part is very, I'm, I don't know what he's saying. He says, I, maybe you do. He said he's bleeped out. He said he's trying to show that Ricky's kind of a douchebag. So he's saying your screen name on these uh, Xbox games is dark bleep and they bleep him out. But they say the first letter. It sounded like boo, Bu- like Bugatti boo. or something. What is he saying? I, I was going to I, I honestly you, don't I wanted know. you to know. I don't know. And then they say it again. He says, what does dark boo mean? <laughs> yeah. So and it goes, but say Ricky, but, and I'll do it. Ricky start okay, dark but something like that. But his mouth looked like he was saying Bugatti, which is a car, so that doesn't make sense. So they ask Ricky. He says, "What does that mean?" And Ricky's on the stand, and he says, "It's a bunch of guys." And then they cut him out his audio, and we hear Dennis saying nothing of importance like we don't get to hear what it means and i was trying to think of every gross thing that i could think of that oh, starts I don't with think a it's, b i don't think it's gross no I it's think, i think it's sexual no i th- yeah and i don't think it's gross i think it's offensive i think it's a gang rape that's what i thought but he says b right b no but i'm saying it's a term for that oh gotcha it's a term that we that just you don't know don't know that's gotcha. for because we're ladies to be clear we're late we're very delicate ladies yeah, you are a delicate flower. I am. My pretty petunia. But wait. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to go on Twitter and do some investigating and see if people could figure out what it was he was trying to say, what his screen name was, because I kind of somebody know. Somebody had to get it. Somebody has to. Who, if someone could read lips and watch and get it, because they just bleep him out, but you could see his lips. Somebody on Twitter said it. I'm sure. I'm going to find I just out. Don't, I just don't know what it is, because he did say it's a group of guys- that's length. why I agreed with you. I totally thought it was what you were thinking. And the only thing that I wouldn't, I don't think it's something homosexual. No, I think, I think it's, it's something very, maybe with like, one girl and a bunch of and guys And a bunch or of something. guys. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah. <sighs> so then they say, well, you also lied to your parents about your spring break plans. Why, you know, why should we think you're not lying about this whole thing? Okay, there's such a big difference between a teenager having a gross name on your screen name Mm -hmm. and lying to your parents about where you're going and then making up a murder about someone that you've only met on a game, saying Mm -hmm. that they're a murderer. Mm -hmm. How would you even know that this woman was missing and that it was the same guy that and, you know, like, why would you even make this up? It makes no sense. So the then, only reason that it would be a lie is if he actually did it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But there's Ricky no evidence of that. Of his phone. Right. His phone was in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So and why he would kill this woman? Maybe they had gotten in chats online, and Doug had convinced him to do it. But right. his phone was in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So and I don't think Ricky's killing anybody. So they say, "Well, you." are lying on the stand to get out of conspiracy to commit murder charge. You're going to get a lesser charge. But if none of it was true and he's making this all up, he wouldn't need to take a plea deal because there would be no charge. Right. There's no evidence. Like, I don't, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. 
And then the defense team does my favorite thing, which is that Doug would have to be an idiot to have left all of this evidence behind, like the Walmart receipt and the shovel. And he's going up to cuss people in Walmart asking where things are. And, you know, he's caught himself on camera and saves the receipt. He'd have to be an idiot to have left all of this amazing evidence that the prosecutors have. Yep. It's the dumbest thing in the world. That's they have all this amazing evidence against my client, and he would have to be really dumb to leave all that evidence. So he's innocent. Yeah, no, okay. nailed it. He's, he's really dumb. Sure, That's Jan. exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest thing, though, is, of course, that there's no body. Yeah. They say that the prosecution has an illusion of evidence, and Babyface Diaper Boy does not like that because they have the fingerprint on the tarp thing at the residence they have his phone by the house when he said he was in virginia the whole time they have like actual evidence as well Mm -hmm. and doug is being interviewed by dennis and he's such a freaking liar and he says he prays that she's still alive he has hope for his kids that she's still alive and dennis says well if she's still alive this is a pretty cruel trick that she's playing on you and he flips on a dime and says, I could never forgive her. Good well, God. I don't think you're going to have to make that choice, Doug. I think we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. So they find him guilty. Thank God. The baby face prosecutor you, did, did it. Did you think that he was going to be found guilty? Yeah. Okay. I did. Oh. I was not surprised at all. I thought the evidence was overwhelming. And I believed Ricky's story. So what did you not think he was going to be found? I didn't know because they were kept meaning there was stuff happening at the end of the episode that I knew was coming. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what is that? Mm-hmm. Did he get off? And then we have to do this again. Right. Like what? There was a chunk of time left at the end of the episode. So I was like, what's going to happen? Unless he was framed. I don't know how they explained that fingerprint states away at yeah. the site. Hey, Kimberly, did you know you spend one third of your life sleeping? I spend at least two thirds. OK, so I'm a little worried about you. But I want you to be comfortable. So right now, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com forward slash Dateline and using Dateline at checkout. Uh, I love a deal. I know. So the Casper mattress has a breathable design that helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. I am a night sweater. It's because of the cheese. Yeah. Casper also offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. Sound like Dateline titles. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. Ooh. And then the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. I see what you did there, Casper. Free shipping to the U.S. and Canada delivered right to your door in a small, how do they do that, size box. How do they do that? It's a bear in a balloon. It's science. And the best part is you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. That's incredible. Yeah. So don't forget, get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com forward slash Dateline and using Dateline at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Casper. Casper. Night-night. So then, okay, this is my second thing with Mother Venus, who I again come to love by the end of the episode. I think you need to just start calling her the Venus Mothership because it's really just that's gonna the Venus Mothership. Yeah, that brings it. Okay, right, right home so for me. I I love her by the end of the episode, but mm-hmm. this was her 
her strike two for me, but mm-hmm. she never had a strike three. She full circle home run. I was on her side by the end. It's not her fault. I think it's the editor's fault because they have babyface a prosecutor saying it was the best feeling in the world to be able to tell the mom, we did it. We got justice for your daughter. And they cut immediately to the mom who says, what difference does it make? Venus is still gone. Like, I don't understand why you don't like this. This makes me like her so much. <laughs> I just Why think, don't you like her? I don't know why they edited it here's, like that. Here's the deal. You are so mean about people that give like the stock answers. Here is finally a woman who's giving... Telling it's you true. exactly as it is, and you're like, strike two? It Why is, is she a strike? It is the way they edited it right after the lawyer saying that he did it all for the mom. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, mom. but I thought that was brilliant because she's giving an honest real no, world response it's to something so that true. every prosecutor says, which is it's, like, you know, at least we were able to provide relief to the families. You are kind of, but at the end of the day, there's this child still dead. gone. But he did work his butt off, and he's the youngest prosecutor. Let's he won. He did a good job. I give him total props, but that doesn't mean that she has to fall over the moon that she got justice. <laughs> she justice was just, not in her. That's true, but my daughter's still gone. I thought she was great. I mean, she's sassy pants, and that I you like don't it. Like it. I like a sassy pants, you but the editing strike. made her. It looked a little. Negative. Then you're giving. Then you're giving Dateline a strike, not her. I'm giving the editors a strike for that one moment because they had a choice and they edited it like that. Them's is strong words. It's rem- okay. Here, could you remember the episode where the one sister of the victim or whatever is like, "I got to hug her and I felt like we had forgiveness and peace and mm-hmm. it meant the world to me." And then they cut immediately to the other woman and she goes, "I mean, she hugged me, so I guess I hugged her back." Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And that was amazing, right? And the Dateline editors did that on purpose. So why don't you like this? Well, it it's I um, I don't not like it. It amused me. I like it. I think it's good stuff. Okay. So I I enjoyed it. It didn't make the mom in the greatest light, but no. I liked it. I am all aboard the Venus mothership. I think she's great. I okay. think that the fact that she is just unapologetically who she is this entire yes. episode, I'm she's, into. I'm into. She's a Mickey. It makes me also think that Venus was probably a pretty cool chick. That's but Venus true. didn't take any crap. That's true. Like Venus left her, mm-hmm. left, left Doug sitting on the couch playing that Xbox Live and was like, no more. I'm taking the girls. Bye-bye. Peace out. Yeah. Enjoy your little Caesars and your Get farts. a grip. <laughs> Get a grip. I'm out of here. Exactly right. Exactly right. So we pan out of Dennis's interview with Doug. And surprise, this is a prison fake out. We haven't had one in a long time. Mark it off the bingo cards. He's been wearing bing- bingo. He's been wearing prison striped <laughs> pants the whole time. But a collared shirt, the rest on top. They put him something on top. Yeah. So Ricky got one year in jail. Doug- How'd he got a lot more how do you manage to dye his hair in jail good question why do you think it was dyed was it dyed and i just didn't notice are you serious yeah i didn't notice oh i couldn't figure it out i this is the first thing i wrote down i was like well doug looks like he's not supposed to have black hair oh he dyed it darker well then they probably use um like the women they use pencil stuff or 
They do funny stuff in prison. Hmm. So the Ricky gets a year in jail, yeah, which I was surprised. I thought he was going to get no jail time because of his deal. He needs to get a year. He needs to get a year to sit and think about what he's done. Right. The family thinks it should have been more. Do you think it should have been more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't decided what I Especially think. because he knew what was going to happen. Right. He, do yeah. it willing, he knew it willingly. He did it willingly knowing someone was going to lose their life. But do you think he was honestly scared of Doug, who said he would kill everyone? Maybe the kids or Ricky's family. Maybe, but it doesn't. Uh, there's you no reason. Go. He should have gone to the police. Yeah. Always go to the police. So now they have another search party for her body. There was a rumor about a barn that Doug's sister had because the sister had put new concrete in her barn. I didn't know barns had concrete. I don't guess I don't understand barns. So Doug's sister feels terrible because she's the one who set them up on a date and they got married and Mm. she believes her brother is guilty. We have a non-family member in denial here. That's surprising. Very rare. It's like a unicorn on Dateline. Yeah. She fully thinks he did it. So the cops go to talk to her about the barn and then she shows them this letter that she wrote to Venus's mother, mothership, Venus mothership. Mm Mm-hmm. And never mailed it because she was scared of rejection, which I thought was kind of funny because Venus's mother does kind of reject people who seem to be nice to her. Like, get out of here. I would not. I would be nervous about that. I would yeah. be nervous too. But now they're sitting together. They have made up. The police got them together again. They're sitting with Dennis. And the mom is really nice now. I thought this was so sweet. I really was on team mom now. She says the sister has nothing to be forgiven for she didn't do anything wrong and she likes loves the sister like her another daughter now it's really sweet sadly venus's dad with the beautiful white mustache has passed away but but happily the nieces get to now spend time with their aunt and the family two families are kind of reunited which i thought was really nice that's amazing so the sister is like, I'm done with my brother. He's complaining about being in prison. We just want Venus's body back. She goes to prison. She says, cut the crap, Dougie, Doug. Tell me where the body is. And I don't think they made it seem like that's what turned him over. I think it was that he had no more appeals left. And he was still pulling the I didn't do it, I didn't do it because he yeah. kept he had appeals left. So now it's been seven years since the trial, no more appeals. So he says, I'll tell you where the body is. He's totally bald now and has a beard. That yeah. was weird. He has a list of demands. He wants. Well, but I mean, first, do you think I mean, he really dug a hole for himself, right? Go ahead, I'll wait. Come on. I'll wait. Uh, I wrote it like an hour ago. I've just been waiting. <laughs> oh my god. You're so Dug mad. himself a hole. Spelled D-O-U-G. Oh, I get it. I didn't even get it. I didn't Doug even get himself it. a hole. Because his name is Doug. I didn't yeah. even not even get it. I've been saving it for an hour. D-O-U-G. Oh, my god. Come gosh. on. This, that. It's good. That is a pun it's of good. puns. It's good. 
Oh, I cry. <laughs> She's crying. She's crying, guys. It's really sad. It's waiting and waiting. Oh, God. Doug wants to teach in prison. What? We don't no, know. No, what? Xbox? I don't know. Xbox, Xbox 101? Yeah. yeah. How to make friends on Xbox. <sighs> he wants to be in the canine program. Don't let him near dogs, please. The dogs don't deserve that. And he wants an Xbox for his unit. I that hate sounds him. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that he wants an Xbox. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. He's addicted. He's no, he's a- an addict. He's yeah. like an he's a video game addict. Yeah. Or he made some shady deals in prison and he promised them he would get them an Xbox. But that's one of his demands, and right? And they're beating him gets- up. Yeah. Yeah. So they say yes. They were already going to put in an Xbox, I guess. Prisoners well, that, get Xboxes, that makes, I that's guess. That's not fair because I didn't know prisoners Xbox got is Xboxes. really fun. So they could really while away all their years playing Xbox in the prison. Yeah, they really they could. They don't get that on 60 Days In. They get a TV, but it has like just a few channels. So you and see they can what only he's, watch it sometimes. So now what he's doing is he's playing Xbox all day, which is the same thing he did at his apartment Correct. before. But now he gets free food. I mean, we sound a little bit like those white chicks who go on 60 Days In. I, I was the, thinking The new that blonde one for this season who's but like, this, prisoners have it easy. They should, but, they but should be working case, and digging holes. But in this case with Doug and the Xbox. It's like too that. much. I don't think he should get to play an Xbox because of his crime. I think he, sh- he should have to watch everyone else play. <laughs> and he doesn't get a turn. He and never he just begs for a turn. Yes, that's what I think. That's your punishment. <laughs> I love it. Uh, he shows no remorse and he tells the cops, yeah, I did it. This is what I did. Uh, he takes them to a field where he buried her. Wait, what does he say? He choked her and he put her in the bed of the truck. And then when she woke up in this field, they argued again and he stabbed her. And in the B-roll, it's nighttime, which is also doesn't make sense because why would an FBI, FBI, a FedEx or UPS guy call you? Like, in the middle of the night that they had a package. Yeah. I'm so confused about the timeline. Sometimes maybe the B-roll is not adding up to what the actual thing is. Or maybe mm. it is, and I'm an idiot. I don't understand. So, maybe it was like 5 a.m. It was like dark. Maybe it was early, early in the morning? Yeah, like 5 a.m. And then the FedEx mm. guy calls and says, I have a package for you? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, he stabbed her, I guess. And then he buried her. It's it's just very sad. And he just has shows no remorse. Really. He's just saying, she was standing right there, and that's where I hit her, and then, then I buried her right there. Like, he does, he literally does not care. So, it sucks. Um, and that's it for this Finding Venus episode. B-roll Bonanza. Yeah. I saw the cutest puppy in one of the photos. Mm-hmm. Really cute puppy. Very cute. Did you see all the photos that they showed? Of her? No, just of them as a family and stuff. Yeah. Did you see the one with the... It's after the first child is born. And... (laughs) I'm going to try to find it. The baby looks possessed. I get really excited. Sometimes that happens with babies. pictures. You can't control them. And the baby's doing this. A demon face? No, it's looking... It's looking over the top of its nose. Oh, like it's looking at a demon that no one else can see. And you can see see the whites of its eyes. (laughs) Like it's horrified by what a camera is. Yes. 
I love that. I didn't like see maybe it, but it I love it. Show up in the photo. It's yes, good. It's I real love good. That. Yeah, it's a great photo. I was really delighted that they chose. Remember that one. the hockey player's wife that was murdered, and her daughter. Those family photos. They kept showing the one with the daughter looking directly at the camera. She's like three years old, but she's like, yes. "I will cut a B." Yes, yes, right now. Exactly. And she has this huge. Fa- like huge flower ornament on her headband mm-hmm. yeah. and she's like i hate this mom take yeah. it off or i will kill you and i, I thought she was actually a suspect <laughs> i wouldn't yes. i wouldn't have doubted that she had done something so this baby is having a yeah. moment yeah so maybe this baby is one of the suspects maybe it wasn't doug at all Biel's a baby there, there you go <laughs> Did it. Done. doug is actually a great dad covering for his demonic child yeah his bad seed there you go would you have anything else to say, Precious Moments? Oh, the dad really got me and the mom. When the dad had to drive down to collect the kids' stuff, that was That was, was rough. too much. That was, was really rough. That was too much. Yeah. I liked, I'm going to say this, Precious Moment, I liked Venus a lot. I liked her. I liked yeah, the mom. Yeah, she seemed I liked great. the dad. I bet she was a great girl. I liked the um, sister. The yeah, I did Doug's too. Doug's sister. That must be really hard. That's a whole other hard, right? To, to find out that your brother was a murderer. And, and your you friend? set them up on, to, yeah. and they got married. You didn't know, though, that your brother That's was awful. a murderer? It's terrible. I don't think he was always a murderer. I think the Xbox turned him into a murderer. You think it's the video games? No. I just <laughs> want to say that. <laughs> he, I don't know. He did play to six to ten hours a day. It does no, brainwash you. But it's weird that, again, we're at this spot where this man plays six to ten hours of Xbox Live a day, but wants full custody of his children. Yeah. That's seriously going to impede your yeah. gaming time. Yes. yes. So why do you... So it's a control thing. He yeah. just doesn't want her to have it. Correct. Because he even threatened to kill them when he when Ricky wasn't going to do... I don't think he was actually going to kill them, but maybe. Like, if, if I can't have them, no one can have them. He's a he's, garbage man. Yeah, he's just not... No. We, yeah. Bad Doug. So um, do you, MVP, I've already said, I feel like. Okay, loser. Do we have a loser? The defense team, I thought, was garbage. Yeah, the defense team wasn't great. His voice also isn't strong. I feel like if you're a lawyer, you better have a strong yep. voice and you better have a strong court manner. Yes. Court side manner. Court. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, Brands unhappy being on Dateline and are now associated mm-hmm. with murder. Bush Gardens. Oh, yeah. It's Done. a lovely place. And I guarantee you, if this was Disney World, they would have sued the pants off Dateline. And not let them put it on there. What about Virginia is for lovers t-shirts? That's what Aww. I thought. Sorry. But they were bad lovers. I know. I know. But... And uh, so in other Newport news. <laughs> I just to say that. Do you think they do that? They, they've got to have that they as their morning to, show, They have to, like on right? their, yeah, their morning show. Wake Hi, up, Ted. New York yeah. News. Newport, Newport News. news. Good morning, so Newport News. Hi, Ted. How are you? Oh, I see... <laughs> I brought my famous chocolate chip cookies. I won't be having any because I'm still on my post-holiday diet. <laughs> but you could use a few and take some home to Shirley. I know she loves them. Sort of bitchy. She wants Shirley to get fat. She wants yeah. Shirley to get fat. She totally wants yeah. Shirley to get fat. Yeah. Oh, this is she good. wants to. she wants to screw Ted. Do you guys want a spinoff show where it's just us doing a morning show? <laughs> a fake morning show. They do funny ones on SNL all the time. They did a Midwest Minnesota one, and it was hilarious. I showed it to my parents. So funny. What would you call the Newport News Hour? Newport. Newport News Time. News Week. 
news news day. in the morning news news to you that's news to me newport that's yeah, newport news, news to me oh did it something like it that down. that's newport news to me with ted and angelica there you go news to me yeah. but she so, goes by Ange, i think yeah she goes by Ange for people she knows really well but like the PAs at the station need to call her oh, Angelica or Ms. whatever or her Ms. last name Carlson. is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Joan Rivers Fashion Police. Dennis was basically being Joan Rivers Fashion Police this episode. He was joyous in it. Yes. He was commenting on what everyone was wearing. He was? So good. I totally missed it. First, he says, in court, Doug wearing casual guy sweaters and sweater vests. He, it's something Dennis has coined, casual guy sweaters and sweater vests. I thought he looked like the oldest Menendez brother because he looked like he was about to go play tennis in the 80s with the Menendez. What in the world was that choice? I don't know. What? Chiz look as dignified as possible, but of it all... made you look like a D-bag. I can't. It is the biggest douche move. It's like, I'm going to wear a fedora in court. <laughs> I'm going to pop my collar. It is. I'm going to wear a pink, polo shirt, pink polo, pink pop and a yellow collar. striped polo yeah. with the polo that's actually Ralph Lauren polo yeah. with the polo insignia and pop the collar. Pop the collar. And maybe put sunglasses yes. in my in yes. my collar. Like yes. little Hank Danglies. Yes. I did not understand. Then Dennis says. And multiple, multiple. Like a white one and then yes. a blue one. And mm-hmm. then, a, yeah, there were several. Yeah. I can't believe he was that preppy of a dresser in his normal life working at Applebee's and playing Xbox. Was he normally wearing those sweaters? He's no. a psychopath that's like, this is going to get me off because I look like the boy next door. Yeah. No, you look like a blonde dude that dyes his hair black. Yeah. Why are your eyebrows blonde? I didn't notice. It was too. The sweater was just too much. It like took up the whole screen. Too much to look at. It was a lot of yeah. It was a lot yeah. of best. That's why the Walmart employee was you nervous to point him out. She's like in the white sweater. That's all I can look at because it's so big and knitted. It's like the biggest knit stitches ever. In it's the white less than zero sweater. That's what it looks. Like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the gentleman who's trying really hard to look like Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Okay. All right. So then Dennis says about Ricky. When Ricky is in court, his button-down shirt instead of his usual tee was a little long in the sleeves. Was it? Yes. Of course it was. It's Ricky. Ricky. I mean, Ricky I don't know where it's supposed to where's, hit, where's, where's but Ricky's it was definitely parents? like mid-hand. It where's was, Mommy Ricky? Where's Mother Ricky? Mother Ricky is an apparently great family. Dad was a veterinarian. I can't remember what the mom did. But they kept emphasizing they were a well-to-do, very nice family. The dad was a vet. So explain to me why Ricky doesn't know that he's a size 16 and a half, 32 instead of a size 16 and a half, 34. I don't know. Or is he wearing dad's shirts? He didn't have his own button down? And they didn't want to go to Ross? I don't, men's warehouse? I don't know. They're $8.99. They come in a package. $8.99. They come in a package. It's plastic. You rip it open, pull the collar off, you're done. Amazing. It's got the fold lines in it. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I love it. But I loved that Dennis was pointing it out. Yeah, I know. That was so... He's Joan Rivers. He's like, Melissa, I have something to say. (laughs) That Van Heusen. (laughs) More like a Van Van Dotson. Van (laughs) Dotson. 
Why was yours so much better than mine? Mine didn't make any sense. And yours, yours was, was so much perfect. better. No, no, wasn't. Van Nosen. That makes that's so much better. No, it's not. Oh, I, st- I can't Van do puns say. ever. So then I wanted to say that again with the fashion police, they make such a big deal about his outfit at the Walmart. It was not like the dead of winter. It was April, but apparently in Ohio that it's still way too cold to wear shorts. Because he stood out like a sore thumb. This, the that, offense, the offense seemed to be with the pattern. I and the shorts. It, they said it was way too cold. He was the only one wearing shorts. But then he's mixing and matching patterns, and it was a luau thing. He was wearing a striped shirt and then a big floral pattern. And they were like, "We're in Ohio. We go low. Like we are not flashy. We don't want to cause a scene in Ohio. We yeah. wear muted colors." Right. They, that man is a stranger around these parts. He's obviously think. from flashy Virginia because he's dressed like a luau. He's from that lover's state. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think of who I know. I know somebody that wears shorts like at inappropriate times and flip-flops, but I cannot, I can't remember who it is, but I'll, I'll think of it. It's me, guys. <laughs> it's, it is I. Oh, yes. I wear flip-flops every single day of the year, including in the rain. There you go. So last fashion police I wanted to bring up was the brother in the patchy, patchy mustache. Patchy stash. All right. So he's wearing an Aeropostale shirt in court. <gasps> and I got so excited. Were you delighted? Yeah, it was throwback to Black Friday when I learned how you're supposed to say that word. Yeah. Because of Keith. Do we know what it means? No. It seems French. Is it a made up word? Aeropostale. Aero. Is air. Postal means like post mail. Do you think it means like breezy? Like windy? Maybe. Maybe it has something to do with sailing. Like yachting. Maybe. I can buy that. Okay. Maybe it I just like means that. postman. Airmail. Maybe it's airmail. That's so boring. I hope not. I know. Because um, they also have women's clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Katie. That's great. <sighs> two for two. Oh, boy. Uh, any alternative theories? The child. <laughs> no. No, Ricky just did it on his own. But his phone was in Virginia. Yeah. They swapped phones. So uh, what if it's a repeat of Alibi, where they swap phones? Right. But then the, and he brought the tarp bag with Doug's fingerprint on it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's he's a whole really thing. smart. Yeah. They're, he doesn't know his shirt size. They're geniuses. Really smart. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I would say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do titles, because I only have one. Let's do them. Okay. Ready for my title? Mm-hmm. Xbox Lies. <laughs> Instead of Xbox Live. I got it. That's all I had. <laughs> But the drama was real. It's fine. For the Patreon, I had none. Zero. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I still have not come up with one. It's either hit or miss with me. I've decided that. It's either yeah. all good or just nothing anymore. Yeah. So today it's all good, though. Go. You ready? I'm ready. Because okay, I don't have Twitter. Because I, again, thought we titles. were doing this later. So um, you guys are not getting Twitter, but you're getting some great titles. Okay. So nobody knows the trouble I've seen. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not. I'm. Yeah. Xbox. Xbox marks the spot. Okay. Oh, I like that. I I approve of that. Here's a legitimate one. Disguising the evidence. I don't know why I sort of liked that. I feel like that could be a real Dateline because yeah. he was in a disguise. Right. It doesn't really have to do with the evidence, but that's all right. Okay. And so then. A really bad have, disguise. And then I have R.I.P. G. RPG I, is a role playing game. It, oh, okay. Thank you. So I did R.I.P. Okay. G. That's what I did. There you go. Okay. okay. I, got, right. I, I didn't. Thank you. Would never. And then we'll that. just we'll just go into the best ones real fast, which is a deeply vested interest in his children. <laughs> Simply the vest. <laughs> At the bevest of a friend. And vest in peace. Oh. So we just, yeah, we just There we go. You're Good welcome. job. Yeah, I know. Well done. I still think Xbox lies. It's just as good as all of those. <laughs> Simply the vest. Simply <laughs> the vest. There's so many. I know. Simply the vests. There's so many vests. Why? I Why? Know. I didn't think about it. What a weird psychopath choice. I, I know I said that word before, but that's what I thought when I looked at him. I thought I'd be like, third Menendi brother. Yeah. If I was on the jury, if he walked in in that vest, I'd be like, oh, no, he's guilty. Yeah. He's trying to play something. He's trying to yeah. put something on. Yeah. Honest question. If he's he was former military, would you be allowed to wear your military uniform to court? Mm-mm. That would be too swaying Mm-mm. the jury. I don't think you'd just be, I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. But would you be like allowed, you wouldn't be allowed to. I wonder if you are indicted on a crime, if you are, I know, dishonorably discharged. Right. I know when they go on law on SVU, when they go to like the Naval Academy and they have their trials, they're all wearing their uniforms during their trials. Mm -hmm. But I have not seen it with a civilian person. He's not active military, so I think no. if he was active military, he'd probably be allowed to wear... I don't know. I still feel like it would sway the jury, because the jury would be like, oh, he's a f- troop. I can't... <laughs> I mean, he's a troop? He's a, he's a member of the armed services. You can't... What? He's a troop. You can't go against the troops. God forbid. It, that's the one thing you cannot do on Twitter, is go against the troops. No, you can't. You could never. So if you were on a jury, you could. It would be like I sacrilege to vote guilty, even if it's so obvious, because you'd be tainted by the image of him in his uniform. Can I ask you an important question? Why did Dateline really quickly talk about her finding religion, and then they show that amazing praise worship service where they're doing "Our God is an Awesome God"? Yeah, or whatever. It's not that song, but it's a song like that. I don't miss that part. Well, here's the weird thing. It's super short. And I'm like, well, what does that have to do with the rest? I thought the episode was at that point going to go in a real interesting direction. And I was like, oh, that's why people wanted us to do it, to cover this episode. Oh, my gosh. I completely missed that part. You don't have any Twitter. You have nothing else. No. So, everyone, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and put the notification bell so that you'll see when we post stuff because otherwise we'll just slip through the cracks. And then also maybe consider checking us out on Patreon. We are very hard to search for and I figured out why. It's because we're marked as adult content so it doesn't come up very easily. So I'm working on changing that or you can go to Patreon forwards patreon.com forward slash date dateline. I think that's how you find it. Why are we marked as adult content? 
well, we talk about murder a lot, but we don't cuss. So I don't know what their guidelines are. So I'm figuring it out. I wrote to them. Only they can unlock us. So we have to, we are privy to the gods of Patreon. And that's exciting. We will see. Um, And also, if if you could write us a five star review, that would be amazing. Because if everyone does it all in like one week, we could maybe get to the charts and then we could maybe get noticed by more people and then more people would listen. And that would be amazing. So thank you. We love you. Thank you very much. Don't watch alone. Watch in a vest. Watch while playing Xbox Live. Oh my god, I just thought of the best thing in the entire world. A platform like Xbox Live while we're all watching Dateline together. And we're all talking about it on headsets as we're watching. How incredible. What is that? That's like Twitch, right? Does Twitch allow you to talk to other people while they're watching Twitch? I think so, yeah. But it's like video games based, right? Yeah, so you can watch someone play the video game. And I don't know if you can talk to each other about them, the person that's playing. I'm not sure how that works. Patreons, would you be interested in that? Because I was thinking of doing a live Patreon chat, but it's just chit-chat, it's just typing. What if we did one where we're all watching? But we live in California, we can't get it at the right time anyways. Yeah, we can. Yes, we can. How? Sneaky? We can get it. Sneaky times? No, I get it on my phone. I get it on my phone at the New York Times. That's weird. But I watch on my phone anyways. On your phone on the app? Yeah, on the NBC app. It's on the New York Times. I don't oh. know why. Uh, just on your phone. Oh, your phone might have a different set. That's interesting. But that's weird, right? That's real weird. Did you ever play Candy Crush and then people would um, change the clock on their phone so it would give them more time and it would give them renew their lives on Candy Crush. That's how insane the Candy Crush compulsion is. Is it real? I've never played Candy Crush. You literally can go in, change the time on your phone to give you more lives. Like you jump ahead a day and then you change it back after. Yeah, it's sick addict stuff. It's really Mm. crazy. Um, But I approve. Just don't murder anybody. Yeah, you know, Einstein's Riddle and Candy Crush, no one ever murdered anybody while playing those games. So. Yet. Yet, that's true. That's a great point. Some people are real competitive. You That's gotta watch it. The Candy watch Crush murders. <gasps> that could come. I could see that. Yeah. They I had a re- they had an NBC game show with Mario Lopez. About Candy, Candy Crush? Crush? I never watched it. I don't know how they brought it to life. I think it was on a giant screen. I don't know. Is that yeah. fun? I can't imagine that it would be fun to watch people wa- play it, but I, I don't know. Maybe Mario Lopez's charm brought it to life. I don't know. Thanks for listening, everybody. And make sure to turn in tomorrow for That's Newport News to Me. <laughs> Over Thanks, to you, Jody. Ted. <laughs> it's Angelica. We've got a real flurry outside. Ooh, burr. <laughs> Get out those winter mittens. It's my favorite time of year. Sweater weather. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky! Ricky, no, Ricky. What was his girlfriend's name when he said this? Bianca. Ricky, leave it! <laughs> <laughs> she tell you I was mad. <laughs>